amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. DJ Tony Dunn. She gonna take care of her bitch. She trucking. She trucking. She a woman with a rig. She trucking. She trucking. She gonna take care of her kids. She trucking. Yeah. She a boss. She do it big. She trucking. She trucking. She trucking. She trucking. She a boss, she do it big, she truckin', she a woman with a rig, she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', ah. Thank you for tuning in to the Women Empowerment Podcast. It's your girl, Sheree, the founder of She Truckin'. If you don't know what that stands for, she stands for Sisterhood, Helping Empowerment in Truckin'. Today, I'm going to have our team on. It's going to be a sister circle. They're going to come on. The moderators of She Trucking is going to come on, and they're going to talk about real-life trucking issues, real-life trucking situations. Um, They help me. They are the backbone of She Trucking. Uh, We're going to have Tamara Spivey, Candice Sawyers, Nilla Cunyard, and Ronithia Bender. So, this, hey, I'm going to turn this show over to them. Um, if, uh, also, let me just add one thing in. Definitely like our Women Empowerment Podcast um, page on Facebook. It's up under She Trucking Podcast. Um, also, go to our website to purchase apparel at SheTruckingApparel.com. That's all I'm going to say on this show. Thank you all for tuning in and listening. I'm going to turn the show over to them. Ladies, are you with me? Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Hello. All right. Well, let's get it started. Everybody introduce themselves. I'm Tamara. Next. I'm Nella. I'm... Next. I'm Ronnie. I'm, I'm Candy. Say that again, Candace. Oh, I'm Candace or Candy. Okay. All right, so tonight we're having a conversation just about any and everything about what goes on in trucking and and what's important to us ladies out here on the road. So, Candy, I'm going to give it over to you and get you started. All right. Um, how about talk about <laughs> the topic of having children and being over the road? I remember, okay. um, like, my son was a handful. Oh, my gosh. Oh, a local driver then. I remember, uh, like, I was going up and down Route 81, working out of Mountaintop, Pennsylvania, and I was in a sleet and hailstorm coming back up to Mountaintop from Harrisburg. And my son's, like, texting me away. He's texting me, I don't feel good. I don't want to go to school today. And he always pulled that crap no matter what, like, at least three days out of the week since he was in kindergarten. So, like, I am not dealing with this right now, child. So I waited to the school. <laughs> I waited to the school opened up. So I called his teacher. 
And I told him, I said, look, I said, this is what's going on. I have my headset on, you know. I said, this is what's going on. I said, my son's giving me a hard time. I said, and they're like, you know, we'll go right over there. I said, you know, I said, the door's unlocked. <laughs> Just go right in. <laughs> and they did. They went right in, grabbed his little ass, and took him to school. That was one of the times where I wanted to smack my son right across the head. What about you, Ronithia? What What's going on with you? Hello. You there? Sorry, you guys. <laughs> yes, I'm here. Well, I have a four-year-old grandson that I help take care of, so my hardest time is when he video chats me and tells me to come home. So at that moment, I'm always ready to turn that four, turn them 18 wheels around and get back to Nashville. <laughs> Because it's, it's, he is my heart, and I was just like, oh, my God, I can't do, keep doing this. But he's starting to understand, and I try to keep a schedule with him because he's autistic. So it kind of gets to a point where it gets a little harder for me because I miss out on things. Okay, okay. So what about you, Nella? Um, I raised... My first three children while I was driving local as an owner-operator, so I had a little bit of flexibility. I would try to start very early, you know, in the a.m. to be home by 2, 3 o'clock p.m. so I could pick my kids up. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it don't due to traffic, you know, but luckily I had a lot of family to help me with them. Um, You know, it gets a little... You know, you get frustrated, you get, you know, I don't want to say like downing yourself and doubting yourself, but in the in the long run, these kids know that that's your, you know, that's your job. You know, that, that has to be explained to them. And I hear other women now talking about how much it hurts them, you know, like, like she said, with, that you have to video chat, but it's good now that we have that technology to do that communication because in, in 97, 96, when I started this, I couldn't do that. It was strictly, you know, cell phone and you had to wait until mama got home. You know, once that's it, there was no email like that. We didn't, you know, we didn't even email like that. So something happened in school, you're getting that call while you're on the road and what am I going to do? All I could do is say something over the phone. You know, my family has to take care of it. But things work out, you know, and um, I think it's like a both, it's it's a two-way street, even with men that aren't in the, in the house. You know, they, they expect, the kids expect, oh, that, you know, that's my daddy's job. You know, my daddy goes out and drives a truck. So when kids say that, that their mother does it. They're like, huh? What, what, what does your mother do? That's more of everything <laughs> that, you know, my kids would get so when they would see, oh, your mom drives a real big truck. You know, even now when they're, teen, you know, my, my son's a teenager, they're like, stop lying, your mother drives a truck. 
But then when I come through town with the truck, they're like, oh, my God, there goes his mom. <laughs> so, I mean, but it it all works out. It all works out, and it's hard. It's a hard thing to do. You know, man, man or a woman to be away will have to be out and really, you know, learning that you have no control over certain situations. You know, just some have support, and the ones that don't, those are very strong people to be able to take care of, you know, their kids while doing this job. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, if you are, if you are listening and you would like to call in, our call-in number is 914-205-5328. I'm turning the show back over to the moderators, but I wanted to add our call-in number. Um, I'm going to let our moderators add the call-in number tonight. So, like I said, 914-205-5328, they are here to answer your questions. And this is the Sister Circle on the Women Empowerment Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. What advice would you ladies have uh, for people who are going to school now but still are going to have issues with child care if they have to go OCR and maybe can't get a local job straight out of school? What advice would you all have for them? If you have family, I would definitely rely on family or close friends. You know, family can, or your friends are also your family, you know, if you guys are close enough and lean on as many people as you possibly can in order to make yourself go further in life. I would definitely have a good support team, kind of give them an insight to what your schedule is going to be like, Uh, because especially some of these schools will run six days a week, ten-hour days like a regular job. So you definitely want to let your support team know what your schedule is and, uh, you know, how things are going with you so that they know which way to go with helping you out. Yeah, you definitely have to be on the same page with whoever is taking care of your children. Definitely have to be on the same page. Um, That's for sure. now, Now we have... Um, daycare and childcare that runs 24 hours. So, but if you have a support system, like I said, a family, that's your that's your that's your best bet because you know if they want to see you succeed, and we gonna make this work, we all have to be on the same same page. Well, what about what about if um, okay you can't drive a truck right now, but what about being a bus driver or something like that, using your CDL in the, in another way if you can't just start uh, going over the road or either work local because maybe you don't have a support system? How do you guys feel about using a CDL in another way? That's, that's no, what I, I did. With my, mm-hmm, my first three, I drove um drove local kind of regional but like I said I was an own operator so I had my you know I could take the kids on the truck with me if I had to and or I made my own schedule but my last child that I had I and and at that time my son was born deaf partially deaf so I had no choice when I put him on that bus as a two-year-old to go to a program 
I was, I, I remember that day so vividly. I was crying, and the lady was like, I said, I don't want him going on this bus. I want to get on this bus with him. And then wind up, she, she told me, I told her, you know, I drive truck. And she, I was in there, in that school district, within the next two weeks, driving those buses with them. I drove school bus for five and a half years until my son got into the second, about second, second grade. You gotta make it work. You do gotta make it work. Yeah, you gotta make it work. Yeah, I drove school bus for nine years um, while my kids were growing up. I, I loved it. You had off um, Christmas, you had off major holidays, and you got to spend time with them. That was really important. You had off summertime. And during that time, actually, when I would drove school bus, um, I would drive the uh, the band, the band tractor trailer. We would go down a rider and we would lease the um, tractor, and I would drive the trailers and out. Let me tell you, you can get you can, you could find something. You can find something if you have to go. You can even cement trucks, you know, locally. Something like that you can even do if you have to. And to still keep your CDL, especially, you know, now, you, you have to continue on driving. If not, if you if you don't drive for a year and that company finds out, they're going to make you go for a refresher course. About a year or two years. Sometimes you can get away with two years. But with the technology that they have with um, Trillium and all that, when you apply for a job, they know what they know you know, when you were driving and when you were driving for a verifiable record. Yeah. yeah, I drove for Greyhound for a while, and it's, it's really still, you might look at, I consider it over, over the road mm-hmm. in, a, in a sense. But the good part about Greyhound is that if I needed to take my grandson or I wanted to take my daughter with me or something like that, I could. Uh, but it, there's, there are other jobs out there. There's shuttle, there's you know, all kind of jobs that it requires that you have some type of CDL. Well, a lot of these jobs now have, you know, rider programs if if you're going regional or over the road. <laughs> you know, so that's that's because once you're straight out of school, you know, if you get a local job, you look really lucked out. But it's a lot of these new, these new, you know, when when you go fake, because they know these companies know what goes on, you know. That's that's the first thing I look at with a lot of these companies. Are they family oriented? You know, are they worried about you and your family? If not, I just call that company trash because, you know, you gotta if you if you neglect your driver, not able to be with their family and kids, how long the driver ain't gonna stay with that company long? You know, we all know how that goes. We all know how that goes. You did saying on the subject of uh, raising kids and taking care of them while you're driving and everything, how do you ladies feel about uh, homeschooling on the truck? And we've had this conversation before on the show, but I just wanted to get the opinion of you all. How do you feel about uh, homeschooling? out 
Well, there, to me, there's a lot of pros and cons to it um, due to the fact that the kids won't be able to interact with other children. So, um, you know, they, they lose that, you know, that, that interaction, uh, especially during the developing, developing years, during that time. Um, but as far as learning and things of that nature, then they, I mean, that's a plus to it because you, they're getting that 101. So that, you know, you don't have to worry about your child falling behind and things of that nature if you have a schedule where it permits you to be able to teach your child during that, during, while you're driving or when you shut down and you're still getting your rest. So, you know, those are the things that, there's a you know to me that there are kind of those plus and then there's those uh you know iffy things like I don't know about that so it, it could be a good thing and it also could be a bad thing. <clears throat> yeah, I agree with that. Um, being a person that doesn't have kids, but I do agree with that. Um, sometimes just being out here in the truck yourself sometimes and you're at your own long trips and all you're doing is just either dropping a hook in or getting somewhere where you're not going to be running into people and stuff all the time. I mean, socially, it's very easy to become a hermit. So I, I definitely understand where, where you're coming from, Ronnie, um, and especially doing those years where you need to be in school with other people, even though I know people have different circumstances and stuff and, and life happens, so sometimes you just can't have them in school, but it, it definitely takes away from the social skills sometimes when you're not there uh, developing friendships with people and knowing how to deal with other people, so yeah, I definitely understand that. And then you have, you know, I you see a lot of people concerned about safety as well. So it's like, okay, now you're not only possibly, you know, worried about your safe, yourself being safe, but you're also worried about your kids being safe. So you have to look at those, you know, those things as well because, you know, we can't control what other people are doing, and you know, as far as at truck stops, rest areas, or even on the road. We don't know what the next person is doing. So if you, you know, yeah, you th- it takes away from your focus as a driver if you have to worry about your kids. And like you said, if circumstances call for you that you have to do that and take your child on the I'm all for it, but, you know, those you have to consider the pros and cons of doing it all around, not just for one aspect of it. Nella or Candace, do either one of you all have anything to add to that? I agree with that. I mean, I, comm- I mean, yeah, I do. Sorry, lady. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Manila. I I just commend somebody who can homeschool their child on that truck. We are, we you know we already like she said we are already worried about our own safety, and you know when you my when I was with my kids, I'm worried about you know what I'm trying to do. We already multitask. And you know, when you have somebody else in the truck with you, that's that's even more of a, an extra task you have to do. But um, to be able to do that, I commend somebody. I've seen a picture posted in one of these groups 
where um, a lady had their kids, you know, her kids, and, and they were in the pilot, and she had the computer out, and she was homeschooling them. I, like I said, I, I commend her for doing that. I, I'm not sure if I would be able to do that. It's really Candace, the, did like, you the have anything to add? Uh, yeah, I'll add it. It's, it's really uh, it's hard because you got to do what you have to do, but when it comes to socializing your kids, it's so important. Uh, I think what at age three, that's when they really start to socialize with other kids. And if they don't grasp that, you know, between certain ages, then it's super hard for them to do that when they're older. So even if you're over, you know, in the truck with them, you know, when you have your home time, take them to the park, take them to a, a gym, not like a gym for adults, you know what I mean, but like, like the little gymnastic gym for kids, you know, or Chuck E. Cheese or something. This way they can be around other kids at least. All right. Thank you, ladies, for participating in that one. Um, so what is everybody's plans for the holidays? What do you guys have going on? We're going into Christmas, and then right after Christmas, it's, it's the new year. What's going on with you, ladies? Well, I will uh, be leaving out to go to California uh, Tuesday. It was actually supposed to be Wednesday, but I changed it to surprise the family. So they all think and feel that I'm coming uh, Christmas Day. <laughs> but I'll actually be there tomorrow night, uh, I mean Tuesday night. Um, I'll be there for about five, six days, and then I'm coming back to Nashville, and then I'll go back out on the road on the 1st. So that's going to be my mini vacation uh, with the family and to enjoy Christmas together. Has anybody, um, any of you ladies had to like spend any holidays out here on the road? And, and if you have, you know, what advice would you give some people who are going to be out here during the holiday season and it's their first time, what would be your advice to them? That's hard to be around, be, be, to not be around family for the holidays. Uh, I used Amazon. <laughs> it made me feel so much better knowing that, like, my kids got everything that they needed. You know, they already had stuff that they needed, but stuff that they wanted, you know, and then when we I got home, you no, know, we did something special like a nice dinner or something like that. That's a hard one though to be away from family then. Nella, you have anything to add to that? What about what? What are you doing for the holidays? My kids are grown. <laughs> once you once you get past sixteen, you know it is what it is. But you know. That's about it. Sometimes I try to any get down um, to South Carolina, but any okay. advice? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> any um, advice? You know, I for just, some of the new drivers. 
Don't be miserable because you have to be out there. You know, look around and make yourself happy. You see this. Yeah, you see this. Other people, you know. I I hate it. I hate when that happens. And you you go into the truck stop and you eat and you turn around and you look. You see everybody else sitting there by themselves too. You know. This this is what we signed up for. It happens. Yeah. You know. This this the truck of life. This the truck of life. I'll say I've worked just about every uh, Christmas and almost every Thanksgiving over the last 20 years, and that's all by choice. The only holiday that I wouldn't work would be New Year's. I I refuse to um, be on a truck during New Year's. And, and like I said, it was just all by choice, but I will say that <laughs> and not to be a Debbie Downer and a make anybody feel some kind of way because, again, it was all by choice. I was always asked, hey, do you want to uh, come in or whatever, but because I don't have any kids, I would just uh, always just take advantage of that time to to make extra money and and just to work because it's what I like to do. I, I had this little thing where I just love to go out west. So I like running out west and end up out there on Christmas Day, Christmas Eve and whatnot and deliver the day after. So yeah. And my advice to anybody is is that don't walk into the truck stop and get depressed, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get, you know, get 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 your meal and if you need to do laundry or something, you know, find something to do that that'll be productive. You know, that's that's my advice to anybody that is kind of sort of in my position or, you know, this is going to be your first uh, holiday on the road. You know, just don't don't look at it as a punishment because usually, mm-hmm. and I know Nilla can agree with this, usually how it used to be, hey, you haven't been here for a long time, so you're not going to get both holidays off, so pick one. And if you didn't pick one, you ended up working, and that was just the way it was. No, no, that's the way it worked. (laughs) Or you just worked through it until your day off. That was it. Yeah. You can also uh, FaceTime your family. So you feel like you're more there. Yeah, the technology is so good now that, you know, we, we can video chat. Yep. And then plus you always have have your trucking group that you get in and, and speak with everybody. <laughs> There's always some type of connection. And that's true because you can always put a message out there and say who's in so-and-so and, you know, kind of meet up with other women or whoever just to kind of have your own little Christmas together because you never know who's at that truck stop or rest area that is in the group or just any yeah. random, you know, woman that may be out there and you can just carry a conversation. You know, those type of things. So don't I wouldn't right, sit around right. and just be you know, I wouldn't sit around and kind of get all in my feelings because that makes it worse. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, and, and that's the one reason that we um we we need to connect if we possibly can. You know, again, we all are not gonna always agree with everything or 
even going to be best friends, but if you do see somebody that is out there and doing the same thing, why not just walk up and say, and I know, hey, it's, it's 2019 about to be 2020. How dare I walk up to you and ask you, how how are you? <laughs> are you right. here by yourself? You know, it seems <laughs> as mm-hmm. strange as it seems. You know, hey, y'all, we need to still have some type of human connection and, and not just be on that phone, you know, sometimes. Um, right. I, wa- I, I want to also ask you guys, what are, what are some advice or some things you like to say to the millennial drivers? What, what, are, what is some, some good food to give them to use out here? Because, again, I know it means my, my thinking is, so different and how I do it because of where I came from and where I am and who I am. But I, I, I just, I, things are just different for me, but how do you guys, what's, what's advice and some things that you would like to say to some of the newer ladies that are entering or, or anybody, men too, who are entering into this world? I mean, it, it's a different lifestyle out here. I would say be patient because everybody's in such this fast rush for things to happen right away that, you know, you may, you, you probably have an issue backing or parking just period, you know, just be patient. And, you know, not only being patient with yourself, you have to be patient with the truck. You know, even though you're, you're, you're driving the truck, you have to be patient. Everything is not fast paced. All right. Yeah, I was while you were saying that, I was glad that you said that because, um, like you said, everybody's so in their phone that they they don't conversate, and people will say, "Oh, oh, you know, oh, you walk through here looking so mean," or you know, like, or somebody will say hello, and sometimes they they think that you're really not trying to say hello or not trying to speak, but we're so in this phone that you don't even pay attention to what's going on around you to really even communicate because we're so used, you know, I'm not a millennial, but with now, this is all we'd be doing is we're in these phones. Yeah. I mean, even if you went and bought a box of candy canes or something while you're out there this holiday, you know, you walk walk past somebody, just hand them one, tell them Merry Christmas. You never know. That may start a conversation or anything just to show that you're you're that friendly type. You know, you if you're walking with your head down in your phone or you walk mm-hmm. past somebody and don't speak, you know, I would I probably wouldn't speak to you either. I mean, I'd be like, okay, um, you know, and I try to smile at everybody and speak. Just you know, even when I know I'm just going like trying to fuel and hurry up and get out of there and stuff like that because I know I'm on a schedule. But it only takes a second to say, hey, how you doing? <laughs> you know. And keep moving. But, you know, with it being the holidays, I would probably just buy a whole bunch of little candy and just hand it to somebody and say Merry Christmas or something like that, you know, just to kind of open the door a little bit. That'll put a smile on somebody's face. Not a little. Yeah, good. (laughs) You know, a smile, a smile, usually you get a smile back. Right. Right. That's the way it works. Sometimes, you know, regardless sometimes of I'm smiling and not even have. know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. At least you don't have, 
at least you don't have resting bitch face. Because <laughs> I have Everybody says I look mean. Everybody says I look mean all the time, but I just have, I just have, I call it, you know, we know, we call it resting bitch face. Because I just, you know, not that I mean to do that, but once I start going, I, I you know, I'll talk and I'll smile. It's not like I meant to be, you know, looking messed up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Wow. It only takes a second. I, I would love to see. Yeah, I would love to see. You know, you know, us as women start to speak to other women. You know, because it's it's already hard enough out here, and you know, at least you would have something in common with another woman. You know, hey, I'm a woman. I'm driving just like you. I'm doing this like you. But you know, at least you have that communication open. You know, it doesn't have to be talk. You don't have to talk about trucking or anything like that. You can talk about anything. Just, you know, kind of keep your mind off of whatever else is going on because it's, it's rough some days. It is rough. Definitely, ladies. Now, and I, and I had, you guys were, you were saying some good stuff. I couldn't uh, laugh with you all because I was going over train tracks. So. And for all of you all <laughs> out there listening, you know, I am working right now. So uh, you didn't want to hear, didn't want to hear that noise. But um, another, another question I'd like to ask you, you ladies, um, how, how do you guys feel about driving trucks? And, I mean, even if you've been out here for a while, you know, sometimes your feelings change about driving. So, you know, how, how do you all feel about driving? It's always my peace, you know, because when I come home, it's just like I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm glad to be home. I'm glad to be home. But when I get here a couple of days or just even one day, it's like, oh, I got to get back to my truck. <laughs> I need that peace. <laughs> it's like I it's need true. my peace, and, and you know, it's it's my time to think. It's my time to karaoke to my own audience. You know, it's it's my time to dance in my own truck. It's it's my time. So I, I you know, I come home and everybody's like, why are you you ready? You leaving so soon? Oh yes, it's time to go. Oh yes, yes ma'am, I gotta go. And it finally clicked in with my mother because she was like, now I see why you always on the go. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I, you know, that's my piece, and I don't, I don't allow anybody to interrupt my piece on my truck. It, I can't do it. I, most, I sometimes I don't answer phone calls, text messages, or nothing. It's just like, uh-uh, and I got to have my piece in my truck. So that's my own little getaway. So I love it. It's so true. Yeah, because well, it be... yeah, it's almost like a whole different world. So it's like, you know, you got you got everything else is going around you, but then you get in that truck, the windows is up, you got your music on, you're doing, you know, whatever you're listening to, and that's your space. And as long as that truck is moving, can't nobody interrupt that <laughs> unless you allow them to with phone calls and things of that nature. But that's just like a whole nother world. In my truck, it's like, oh, I'm comfortable here, you know. So it's 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 peaceful for me. I I, I tell everybody that I'll be like, that's my peace. Yeah, I call it window time. My window time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yep. Welcome to my office. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I got the best view in town. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. That's it. That is it. 
Yeah, it's great that you put your I'm phone gonna, on mute. I'm not going to lie. I just like the face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't, I can't be a That's always a, a, a great incentive to, to pay. Right. I mean, I just, I, I, it was either I was going to sit in, in a hospital on a 12-hour shift working or I was going to be on a truck where I'm not right. being under a microscope and on a on a 12 hour shift you know right that's the way i looked at it that's why i you know made my decision to take a, a get out of the nursing path and go into a trucker path yeah, yeah cuz i mean i have people ask me all the time why did you you took a big jump why did you go to trucking and i worked for t-mobile i was is worked in their corporate office here in nashville and sat behind a desk and it was like, okay, I'm, I'm, all I could think about was just traveling and driving all the time. And all my friends and family would say, everywhere you go, you drive. You just drive. And I was like, yeah, I don't get in the car with y'all. If y'all want to ride with me, that's different. But I don't, I, nobody drives me anywhere, hardly ever. And uh, I was like, you know, when a friend of mine was like, hey, you like to drive all the time and you like customer service and you like to go different places and stuff, why not drive a truck and get paid for it? There you have it. It was like everything that I love to do all in one package on 18 wheels. <laughs> it was like, yep. hey, this is it. This is it. So y'all are doing such a great job. We are about 30 minutes into the Women Empowerment Podcast. This is the sister circle. And I want to get one of our callers on. Um, We have a caller online. So caller, can you tell us your name? Is it me? Can y'all hear yeah. me? Yes, we can. Oh, my God. I, I really thought, hey, good afternoon, good evening, good night. It's Julia. Nilla, thank oh. you. I just woke up. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> man, look, I'm so sorry. I didn't even know that y'all could hear me. Um, I was like, I haven't done this blog talk thing in a while, and I really just woke up. I've been on the road almost, what, five months now, and I just got home. And um, I fell out, so um, I'm just actually dialing into the um, into the show, and I missed most of it, and I apologize. But hello, my sister drivers. It is so nice to be connected with y'all, and um, I was just listening, so I, I feel like I'm spot on. But hey, I'm a mom. I raised my daughter out here. I've been driving almost four years, and um, well, I've actually been at this four years. It was four years in November. And it's been the most incredible journey ever. And I, uh, I come from, I also come from the uh, uh, customer service side of the world. Um, and I became a truck driver because I got tired of people talking to me and treating me any kind of way. So I figured, you know, once you get that CDL, people can't treat you any kind of way. And it's been an incredible journey. So... Well, you Can you hear me? Thank you for calling in, sharing your story, and thank you for listening. Oh, and this is what this is about. Welcome. It's just a yeah, conversation. Thank you, thank you. It definitely is definitely about that. My uh, my daughter was tenth uh, grade in high school, um, and she, I want to say she it was probably the 
second or third month while she was in 10th grade that I decided to go ahead and go to school. And I went to school for um, five months. I spent a lot of money because I didn't want to get out there and, you know, do everything really fast, super fast. I wanted to take my time with it and learn and um, still stay at home until she finished the 10th grade. And then I... um, I failed my test three times when I went. Not the written test. I passed that immediately, but I failed my test three times. They kept getting me on alley docking. And now I am a beast at backing. <laughs> after all these years, man, I practiced that. I practiced backing in warehouses after I did get my CDL. I remember my daughter saying to me, Mom, did you ever think maybe that this wasn't for you? And I remember looking at her intently in her face, and I said, let me tell you something. If if, if if you want something bad enough in life and you know that it's for you, it doesn't matter how many times it takes for you to, to reach that goal. Each, each failure is just an opportunity for you to improve something that you're not ready for. So, you know, each time I went, and that shit was sad. I was like, oh, my God, I failed. I failed, but you know what? I never let it break my spirit. I'm like, I know I'm going to be a truck driver, and I'm going to do this. And... Um, and I did, and now I've um, helped my daughter to start her own business. She is an entrepreneur, and um, I set up shop for her right here in the house. She does um, eyelashes, so if any of y'all come to Atlanta, she's really good at it. <laughs> and um, you know, it's all about empowerment of being. You know, I love being eyelashes. Your own boss and being I love a woman. eyelashes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm only two hours away. I'm the truck at all times. <laughs> yeah, we're in Atlanta. Yeah, I I, I don't have patience. Oh, where, where to do mine. Uh, we live in East Point, right over by Tyler Perry Studio. Okay, okay. I'm from I'm from Greenbrier, so right up the street. Okay, I'm from Cascade. Look, I'm from Cascade. I'm from I'm from Cascade. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so. And I'm from I'm I'm from I'm from the old school cascade, like the old school okay, cascade when it used to be and, and, Kroger and Zares okay. and, and right, right the and old I'm, school I'm, cascade, I'm right, right. East Point, sixty six, one sixty six, Ben Hill, yeah, right, yeah. yeah, I got you. How old are you? What school did you go? Forty five. Did you go to Doug? Barrel. No, I went to Barrel. <laughs> Yep. 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 Well, we we were on um, Harbin Road. Like I grew up in West End, over by the old Kroger, on the other okay. side of 285. Okay. You not not on that end of 285. So we moved yeah. uh, to Harbin Harbin Road, which is right up by Landrum. So if I and I, uh, how old are you? You said 45. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm a few years older than you. I'll be 53 in a couple days. But um, okay. yep, I grew up right over there. Over by Farrell, and um, my baby sisters and brothers went to Farrell years ago. My mom adopted like eight eight kids, so there's ten of us. But um, yeah, we're in um, we're we're right off of Main Street, like exactly where you get off the highway off of 166. So my daughter, she is um, her she, her name is for it. Minka Fairs is her business, but she does really, really, really good work. If you want to skip me, if someone is listening in and they want to order. If yep. someone is listening some, in and they want to order some lashes. Oh, okay. Yeah, she does the How do they do that? lashes. Oh. Um, 
Y'all can just send me a friend request on um, on Facebook, or you could go look up her Instagram, which is um, Foreign Affairs, and the name of her business is Mink Affairs. So she does uh, individual eyelashes, the individual okay. application. So now, how long yeah, have you super, been driving? super good at it? Almost four years. Well, I've been four years. Four years in November. So four while years we last were on November. here, I I was um inboxing Julia to listen to the to the to the podcast. I've been following Julia on um, Facebook probably for the last past four years. <laughs> so that's right. why when I would, look, you were the first you were the first first female driver, I believe, that I ever saw because somebody threw me in that group ATU and you were you you were you were one of my first female driver. Like I became a fan of you immediately. I remember you in your pajamas, doing your little Christmas, your little Christmas live, and all that. God, that was so many years ago, and it was cold, cold, cold outside. And you are definitely, you're definitely one of my sheroes, Nilla. I tell you that. Like, Thank you. you're you're badass. Thank you. but and I know, we, and I also we, know your struggle. When we started this about the kids. I, I, you, mm-hmm. you're the, you're the woman that comes to my mind. Like she, this, this woman is very, um, she's very headstrong. She's, she's, she's just the most, she's very positive. She's the most positive, <laughs> one of the, one of the oh, most positive thank women you, drivers. I that's why I was, that. I told I her really to tune do. in and if she wanted to chime in because it, like her, her story is good and she, she did, she did good with, you know, with the situation with her daughter while she was out on the road. Girl, by it, it is by the grace, I tell you. You know, she gets really, she, sometimes she says something to me, you know. Sometimes she'll be like, well, I've had to, you know, I've had to, I've had to, I've had to teach myself and, you know, look out for myself. And I think it to myself in the back of my mind, and I'm like, and there's nothing wrong with that shit because I'm going to tell you something. None of us are promised tomorrow. You know, and if there is, if there's nothing else that we can do, you know, for our children. Now, mind you, I made sure that she was, you know, she was taken care of and, you know, people were looking after her and stuff like that. I mean, a squirrel couldn't go up my driveway without my neighbor calling me and telling me what was going on at my house when I was on the road in the beginning. But, you know, my whole thing is this, you know, especially as, 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 as women, we, because I really am all about, you know, being, uh, empowering each other as women because there is there's absolutely nothing that we can't do. So I um you know, I told her I said, Look, you should be very, very grateful. You know, God forbid anything happen to me. At least you'll be able to take care of yourself and I've showed you how to make a way for yourself. And that's what we have to instill in our children, you know, male or female, that you, you have to be able to take care of yourself and you have to be able to take care of yourself in a positive way and in a way that you you can be sustainable. You can sustain life, you know. So I'm grateful she listened. And too bad, sucker. We had to work early when we were little, too. Shit, I had a job at 13, started working at 13. So, you know, it's about working. A lot of these, lot of these kids now, even, you know, to see, I hate I hate to sound like this, but you know, like I said, men driving trucks. You know, oh, my daddy drives truck. I'm a drive truck. Well, my mommy drove truck, and my 27 year old has a CDL for two years now. So oh, it's that's not. Rough. It's not. 
anymore. My daddy, well, my my, it, my father did it. My my grandfather did it. My uncle did. It. Then my aunt wow. did it. Love that. And I then I did it. Then my brother did it, and now my son did it. So wow. I just got to get my daughter in there somehow. <laughs> I don't know. She likes to do eyelashes too, so I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, my daughter's driving is 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 no. I don't even want her out there. I, I, don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want her out there. Look, I waited until I was really. I, I waited. I've always been a good ass driver though, because I was taught by you know my brother, and but I never drove a truck, you know, as a child. But you know, it it is. It ain't for everybody. So, you first of all, I fell in love with the culture. I immediately, I was dating a guy, and uh, I helped him. He would come home from school. I used to help him study. You know, and I was in property management then. I was I was dealing with people in, you know, apartment complexes, and I was just tired of that shit every day, and my boss was just talking to me any kind of way, and I was dealing with these hateful-ass women, and oh, I just hated, I hated going into the office, but... I did. I hated that shit, man, because I was like, I'm going to catch a case up in here one of these days. Y'all going to come at me the wrong way. Like, I'm not kissing anybody's ass. So um, he told me one day I got in a truck with him, the first day I ever got in a truck with him, and I immediately fell in love with, uh, he was working for Warner. I fell in love with the culture because I observed, I observed people, I observed the way that they move, and I said, oh, my God, this is the whole culture. Like, this is a culture. So I fell in love with the culture. Then when he started the truck, oh, my God, the engine, the way that the truck felt, I fell in love with it. We went out on the road, and I said, I want to do this. And I remember him saying to me, you can do this. He said, there are, there are, this is almost five years ago. He was like, there are, you know, there are women out here. There's women out here trucking. And, um, you know, there we're very few and far between because it's only six percent. You know, it's only six percent women. Women, even though the culture and and the industry has grown, it's still only six percent women that are out here driving trucks. Correct, correct. So, because when yeah. I was doing um, the road test to every mm-hmm. almost fifteen men, you'll get one woman. Yeah. That's crazy. Still to now. When I when I first started years ago, the lady said she would get maybe, maybe one woman every six months. Wow. Yeah, I was the only girl in school too. I was the only girl in school and I was horrified the first time I failed my uh one of my instructors. Now mind you, I spent eleven thousand dollars to go to school. One of my instructors said to the class, Well, maybe she should have shook her ass. She might have she might have passed the test. But I tell you, when I read that man his rights, I said, first of all, I paid eleven thousand dollars to go to school and my failure is a reflection on your teaching. I was pissed. But um you know, that's that it was rough for me. They used to make fun of me all the time. You ain't gonna never make it, you ain't gonna never make it. <laughs> I'm doing better than all the people in my class. And I drive in the ice and, and snow. Shit, I run Illinois to fucking Minnesota, man. And I'm from Hawaii. I was about to say that. island girl. You run a good run. Yeah, you run a good run. She's a, Damn, she's a little lady, too. She ain't no, you know, she ain't no big girl that can, that, you know, that can pass you around. She a little something. Yeah, I am. I'm four feet eleven. Thank you, yeah, Mama. You're 
You're handling your business. Yeah. All right, Julie. Girl, that's, thank it you is for scary. calling in with us. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'll stay in touch Thanks, and, and Julia. keep, you know, connected to the show. Yeah. God bless all you sisters. Happy holidays and keep doing what you do because we some bad asses. <laughs> thank you. Right. Thank you thank so you. much. All right. All right. That was a great call. Thanks for that, Nima. And I'm going to mute you. You can stay on and listen, so just to let her know. But, yeah. Sorry. Y'all doing a great job. Go ahead. Yeah. We have our own list. I think it just takes a certain person, male or female, to drive that truck. Because that's, like I said, that's our office. You know, that's it. Our little bubble. It definitely is, you know, um, and then that's why I try to come on and say something encouraging or, or post something that's encouraging and stuff because, again, some of the things that I do see and and people are, if they have different things that they say and then they ask, well, how do you all do this? How do you all do this? And I, I, I don't know. You know, for me, it, it's almost breathing. That's how easy it was for me. But, again, I understand it's not going to be that easy for everybody else. But not only that, I, I absolutely love what I, what I, what I do now. I, I, my, my plans are to, uh, to limit what I'm doing now out here a little bit and, you know, let everybody else come on out and run the road. But I always just say to, to the ladies and, and anybody else that would ask, you know, Come out and get your experience. Don't don't discount going over the road. Don't don't discount what you don't know. Don't take the opinions of other people. Get it yourself so you can be able to see it for you. You never know. You you might end up being like me, how I just love to run in California. I don't anymore. But I used to love to to get out of Georgia and go straight to Cali. That was my thing. I loved it. I agree with you. I agree with you with that. Because I didn't, I, you know, I went to school and they had job placement. So you, I didn't have to go over the road. I drove local, but I, I, was, I was in the outskirts of New York City. So I had no choice but, you know, to run from um, Long Island into Queens every day. Mm-hmm. And I did, I, and after that, I was saying, I, I feel like I could get something better. I was looking, and because back then, being a woman and not, you know, not saying that didn't, I mean, I had a year experience, but they still didn't want to hire me. They weren't trying to hire me. So I was, I was transporting trucks back and forth from North Carolina up here to Jersey from the auction and the gentleman offered me the truck and that's how I became an owner operator I just happened to luck out on a deal that they had for Freightliner back then for um, a thousand down, a thousand a month and I ran local with that truck Mm -hmm. I ran local with that truck, I wound up giving that truck to my brother that was my my brother's first truck. It was a ninety. I got a ninety nine um, Freightliner, 
and um, 2003, I was done paying for it and gave it to him. I had no choice. Or I had no choice. Nobody, nobody would hire me. Right, exactly, and and that, and and again, that is the reason why I always just, you know, I just say, you know, anybody, you know, ask me for any advice, you know, don't be afraid of that road, you know, because again, mm-hmm. it gives you more experience if you get out on the road and do the do the work on the road first, and then you know try to go local. Yes. I didn't say you had to stay OTR, but it's best to do it that way. I would have been uh, terrified if I would have, right, I would have been terrified if I would have went local in Atlanta, Georgia, straight out of school. It, it That that just would have been an issue for me. And I I, I just, you know, again, it, the over the road is, is just an experience. It's definitely a, an experience. I Candace, didn't go anybody? over the road. <laughs> I didn't go over the road until... I want to say I went over the road probably about six or seven years into it, and I learned okay. so okay. much more then than mm-hmm. doing local. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, All right. I was able to back up like no joke. <laughs> I can get it. Sure. I, you know, I can get it in anywhere because I was I was local. But mm-hmm. going over the road and having to chain up. Uh, and all that right right it, it, it was an experience and like I said you know for me I went further Snyder hired me and Stevens transport hired me I went to Stevens Stevens, Stevens was for me I like Stevens because of I I just I, I'm a disciplined person so I like discipline and so I loved how they did the things that they did and I I just thoroughly enjoyed it but I'm not going to lie where my skills got better <laughs> when I went to work for Swift. You know, people talk a lot of mess about Swift, but I went to Swift, and that's where I learned how to back up because, you know, Swift is going to have you at Walmart. You're going to be at Costco. You're going to be at, K- well, when Kmart was still around, but Sears, you're going to be at Kmart. You're going to be at Sears. You're going to get it together. And if you're not going to get it together, you just, you know, you won't be driving. So I was able to, to get it together there, but my love for, again, for California and all that stuff is when I went to Hill Brothers, and that's all the Omaha, Nebraska, and, I again, I loved it. Just like uh, Julia just said, running running up and down into Minnesota and all these different places and stuff back out west, again, I loved it because it was different coming from the south where, you never saw snow. <laughs> you never hardly, you, you didn't get that type of weather. And so it was just different. And I thought about, and another thing with me too, I paid for school out of pocket too. So I felt like if I'm going to pay all this money, I'm going to get that experience. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to get it. Man, I worry about coming back and trying to do local, but local was hard. I got that whole thing where the guy was looking me up and down like, you drive trucks, <laughs> and it was it was just crazy mm-hmm. dealing dealing with that. So I just said, okay, well, the hell with you. You know, I can back up an ant bag. Just tell me where to put it at, and I'll put it there. But, okay, you want to play that game? That's fine. So I went back over the road, 
it just it wasn't a big deal. So this has been an excellent show. This is the Women Empowerment Podcast, and this is the sister circle. We have Tamara, we have Nella, we have Candice, and we have Ronnie on. And so we have so many callers that are calling in. Um, I want to take this next caller. Caller, are you there? Will you state your name? Yes, I'm here. Hello. 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 Hey, beautiful women, you beautiful truck drivers. Hello. So you are you a driver yourself? Yes, ma'am, I am. Yes. Um I've been doing it for a little bit over twelve years. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes, oh, I can. Okay. Yes, I've been doing it for a little bit over twelve years. Um more Lately, owned and off, I've I drove the mega bus for two years. Um, I did motor coaching. I did school bus. I worked for the yellow DOT dump truck. So I ain't nothing but old tomboy, y'all. I like big things. <laughs> but um, <laughs> my truck, I love my trucks. You know what I'm saying? I love to hear. I love to see women out here. You know, at the truck stops, I always try to speak. You know, I may look mean, but I tell them don't blame me. It's my daddy's fault. I look just like him. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm able to talk tonight. I've been trying to get it, but for some reason I can't get it on my phone, so I'm going to have to work on that. But what what you guys talking about? Hello, what was the subject? Did I miss something? Uh-oh, my phone acting up. Is that my phone acting up? I'm sorry. No, so this is me? the sister circle. So they're just talking about lady trucker, uh, you know, related topics, the trucking lifestyle. Um, so it's Uh-oh. not really just one topic. It's just sharing uh-huh. your story. So, you know, if you want to share something about you know, your driving experience, or what are you doing for the holiday? You know, it's just, it's just a, it's a circle. Um, well, um, well, hopefully I can get home. Um, right now I'm in Florida. I got to deliver and then pick up and go back to McDonald, Georgia. But I would like to share, um, some experience, well, I ain't gonna say some experience, some stories. It's been crazy out here lately. You know, I started back in 2007, and it was much better than it is now. Um, I see a lot of the ladies. I'm in a couple of the groups. You know, they all always asking for help and opinions and things like that. And to me, in 2019 and 2020, trucking ain't like it used to be anymore. You know, you got the brokers being hungry. I did... um I worked for owner operators before. I've I've owned my own truck. I didn't do well with that either. And you know, I'm back to company driving. I work for Crete right now. But um I would just like to tell, you know, any of the ladies that's listening, you know, when you go into these schools and to these new companies, you gotta do your research. You got to do your research and make sure that you know your the company that you're picking 
are going to fix you, suit you. You know what I mean? You're going to get your good training and, you know, be successful. I like to see women out here successful on the road and doing their thing. I love it. So that's about, you know, all I want to, <laughs> you know, say right now. Y'all go on and talk and then I, you know, catch on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we appreciate you calling in and just sharing that with us. We appreciate it very much. And thanks yeah. for supporting us. I sure will, and I try to support you guys in any way, shape, form, or fashion. We Thank appreciate you it again. very much. We, yeah. Thank right. you very much. Yes, All right, thank y'all. Thank you. Y'all be safe and keep trucking now. <laughs> you too. Oh, you do the same. You out there. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. The callers are coming in. Sheree, you got some more? So, so far, that is our last caller. Um, We have actually had a whole hour show. So, if y'all want to wrap the show up, give some closing statements, we'll be out here. And we'll try to do this again as well. Um, I like to get different perspectives of lady drivers on the Women Empowerment Podcast. I'm going to drop our number. One four two zero five five three two eight. If you have, if you are a caller that wants to get on our show, and make sure you tune in every Sunday to the Women Empowerment Podcast right here. Okay, so we did change the number to She Trucking Podcast, so you can just look it up by She Trucking, and then follow us on Facebook up under She Trucking Sisterhood. Before y'all go, I'm gonna give y'all a um, a break to think about your closing statement, and let's. Let me play a word from one of our sponsors. What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley from Truck and Hustle. You know, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. And when I'm not bringing you the dopest interviews from trucking industry leaders all over the world, I'm tuned in to She's Trucking Women Empowerment Podcast. What up, Sheree? And oh, yeah, if you smell something burning, it's only your desire. Let's go. Let's go. go, go, go. <sighs> All right, ladies. So, a closing statement. Um, normally on the show, we leave a quote, we leave, we leave a book, what books you're reading, something positive, um, or just a message that you want these new millennials to know and to learn and to get. Like, I know it's been time, so we see so many drivers making, and we say, God, I just want to tell them this. So, this is your opportunity to be able to speak your mind and leave a closing statement. I would say, if you don't mind me going, um, go into the 2020 with clarity. Do the best you can, and when you start this career, or if you just started it, all the older drivers, grab a hold of them and ask them questions. Like, if you're driving down the road and you think of a question, you know, if you can remember it and write it down. So this way, when you see somebody who you know who has experience, just pick their brain and it's going to help you grow in this industry because a lot of people anymore, they don't do that. It, it should go back to, you know, you going back to asking instead of, you know, constantly like messing up or whatever. That would be my closing. I would, I would. 
I would I would say um, for those that are just now getting out here or trying to start it, take take the holidays, kind of let start to let things go, because if things started out bad for you, kind of take that and just say, you know what, I'm going into the first of the year as if it was a new start, so that your mind is clear. You know everything that happened in 2019. Go ahead and leave it, leave it here, and pick up every. You know, say, look, this is this is. I, you know, everything. I didn't get that back in last week, so you know that was last year. But this year, I'm going into. You know, I'm gonna take my time. I'm gonna, you know, be patient with it. I'm gonna, you know, do things differently because I'm gonna. I'm. I didn't pay all this money or go to school and be away from my family and go to training and this that, and the third to fail now. So I, you know, my my thing would be just to, you know, stay encouraged and take your time and start the new year as a new you. That's perfect, said. I'll add and say um, <clears throat> you got that CDL, use it to your best advantage because it's not just tractor trailer that you can drive there's other things that you can do um make sure you give a smile you'll get a smile that includes going into the shipper because if you go into that shipper you know you hear dispatch and they give you that negative that's going to set your whole day off as negative don't let somebody adjust your adjust your day that's that's like a a big thing you know like i said give a smile you might get a smile don't be afraid to say hello or ask another driver. You know, we're all out here doing the same thing. Believe you me, like yeah. I said, we're all stuck in our little office. You'll be very surprised, you know, if you give that smile or a positive to somebody else, how everything can turn out positive. You know, we're all, we're all professional out here. We all doing the same thing. And, I'm not no better than anybody else. You will always learn something the next day you're driving. Take your time. Be patient. Be safe. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that I I always, I, I like just to say that I think it's a good idea if you're if you're starting out, and even if you've been in it for a very long time. If you need a mentor, you need some type of coaching, reach out or hit the mentor button. We do have people that are here to guide and, and help and to encourage. If you are willing to take the help to get to whatever step it is that you're trying to get to, we can't pick, pick your job for you. But we can help you make some decisions that do make sense. We have a list of jobs that we say don't go to. And go on to SheTrucking.com and just go through everything and read up on everything so you will know what's going on in the industry. My next thing is, is that you control your circumstances. If you are unhappy in the situation, uh the trainer's truck is not up to par, 
or you're not liking the circumstances of the company, you do have the choice to say, okay, I'm not happy with this situation. Let me move on. Don't get in a situation and start teaming with someone and that you know that this person isn't your cup of tea. I say go through training, get your training, and go solo. This is your journey and your journey alone. And with that, you're able to get out here and see what you can do by yourself instead of getting in a situation where you might have to end up getting out of a truck because you and this person did not get along. Um, and try to find some some positive things to, to put in your life. Um, get some audio books. Listen to these books. Get some things that are going to get you down the road. And, and if you have to disconnect from the negativity, you have to do what you have to do. This job can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing. This this role can can show you exactly what you're made of. And we want you all to survive and succeed at this job and be as successful as you possibly can be. So those are my words. You're so right about that because I was thinking the same thing. I'm glad you said that because I always tell myself, don't let the situation handle you. You handle the situation. So if that means that you're not happy and you're in the truck with the trainer, something's going on, hey, say something because nobody knows what's going on in that truck but you. That's right. And training is not going to always be a walk in the park. You coming into something that is completely foreign and that you don't have anything to compare it to. So whatever the fantasy was, whatever somebody else told you it was, again, your journey is your own. And if you're able to learn from that person or that situation, take from that situation and take from that person and apply it to the next part of, of your journey, you know, because, again, it's, it's not going to always just be the way that we, we think that it's going to be. I was trained by a man, so uh, imagine, and I know some of you are, are and have, imagine being in a truck with a man that you have no idea about and you're getting to know this man day by day, you know. He, he could have been anything, so, but... um I, as we went on, I felt comfortable. He he did his thing, I did my thing, and he was a great instructor. Yeah, you have to set the tone to it. Yeah, you do. Definitely a good thing is you catch more flies with honey than you do shit. That is too funny. That is too funny. Say that one more time, please. That is so true. Um, And and also something else I want to bring up. We also support the trainers here, and we are branching out with something. Me and Sheree, we have been putting some things together, and the group is up, but um, we're not right in it, just doing anything actively in it now, but we are trying to support the trainers. The trainers need support also, because their their jobs are just as tough 
they're they're out here trying to do their job and train at the same time too, trying to teach others to come into the industry so they are able to do the same thing that they are doing. So um, for all you trainers and people who are interested in becoming trainers, you know, um, go over to the page and, and check us out. And that's Professional Women in Trucking. And it is a part of Anything else, lovely lady? Everybody have a safe, wonderful Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yeah. All right. Merry Christmas and be safe. Yep. Happy holidays, everybody. Be safe out there. Try to enjoy. So thank you all for tuning into the Women Empowerment Podcast. We have an amazing, we had an amazing show. This is the Sister Circle with the She Trucking Moderators. So y'all have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Please leave us a comment below, and we'll be back next Sunday. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.